Do you know why we're here today? Well, I assume it's the same as last week, unless we do something really different. Uh, yeah, we're actually going on a hike. I'm a bit tired, and I we, we haven't eaten anything this time. Where's the Where's the KFC? The last two <laughs> times it's been a KFC. Sorry, the last one time. No, you're right. We are actually doing the same thing as last time. Right, where's my fucking KFC? There's no KFC. Sorry, I'm All not. Right. I'm not a KFC vendor. All right, what are we Apologies. doing? I was about to start ranting about the prequels and uh, and still praising Andor. Go on, go on, go on. No, no, it's fine. No, no, no. I want to hear him. No, it's fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, no, no. The prequels, prequels, right? They are though. Everyone goes on about it now and how great they were. How great they are, because like they're not. No, no, no. But it comes such a meme now where you can't see, you can't hear a quote, we can't hear someone go, "Hello there," and you just it's, it brings a smile to your face. It's nice, right? Yeah. But the people who sat, who were like who were in the seventies as kids and teenagers watching the Star Wars street, and even the adults who then sat through you know thirty years or whatever, how long it was, twenty odd years, and then had Jar Jar Binks on the other <laughs> end of it, they had a point. They had a point. Hmm. Uh, I think prequels... Attack of the Clones that didn't have a point that was a fucking wank of a film that was terrible <laughs> to be fair the prequels I I I have nostalgic love for it but I, but actually going back and watching it I remember trying to watch The Phantom Menace maybe during lockdown and I was like uh, I don't really want to continue watching this it was it was a really strange phenomenon and also um, uh, it was I, I, I always think it, it made me think that my favourite bits of the prequels is not the actual films it's not the actual stories but it's the universe which it's sort of like it's it, it's created yeah. because um, that's the best you, thing about Star Wars. It is the best thing about Star Wars. The films themselves, even the the original trilogy, they're good. They're solid films. I wouldn't say they're mind blowing. There's some things, really cool things that they did in terms of the creation of the films. I think I find well, um, that's it. You grew up in the '90s and the early 2000s, Pete. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Try growing up in the fucking '60s and early '70s where you didn't see shit. Yeah. And true, then there's a true, space true. film with lasers and the Force. What is that? This is true, um, but like in terms of the narrative, I think like the, the, it's it's not something where I'm. It's not revolutionary narrative. Mm. It's 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 a fun narrative, um, and then but there's lots of really cool things which I did in the creation of it. Um, yeah. Well, it was like for the first film was well, the sort of overarching theme of it was about the Vietnam War, and like George Lucas had this try to present uh, American imperialism quite literally <laughs> and like you know the bit in um, Return of the Jedi with like you know the, all the Ewok stuff and that's just very very heavy <laughs> Vietnam War references the whole time and then Luke is like this um, literally farmer who is uh, ra- radicalised by a, a, a government attack <laughs> and he's just like okay it's getting a bit heavy here George <laughs> I never even thought of it oh no a bit yeah, it's big time, yeah. Um, and then yeah and it's about like a the failure of democracy and, and all that sort of stuff and it's really like, yeah, it's, what, it's something I didn't realise about until I was older. But yeah. But, the, but, but the, this, uh, I do think the prequels added a lot to the Star Wars universe as as a, as a whole. Um, but I think this is this is something which we'll have to wait and see. But I don't know how much the sequel trilogy of it has added. <laughs> the like, it feels. There's not even memes. Good ones. <laughs> They've you've got Kylo Ren. Yeah, you got a bit of topless Kylo Top, topless Ren. Topless Kylo Ren and uh, name one other. Uh, I, there, there that it's br- mostly Kylo Ren it's based. Mostly Kylo Ren, <laughs> and it's not him saying anything. It was the other yeah. ones. Were, more, yeah. more. 
Uh, there's it. fire everything. I remember him shouting fire everything at one point that in was, the second one. Was that him or was that Donald Gleeson? No, no, that's 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 Kylo Ren. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it is. I'm sure, it was. Um, but yeah, it's all Kylo Ren stuff. Hard, oh, yeah. But I th- I think um, man, they sucked. <laughs> Force Awakens was like, all right, this is a boring start, but you know, it's not terrible. It's it, it, it <clears throat> yeah. Force Awakens was like a safe start. They just copied episode yeah. four and six, and they was like, mm, this is a safe start. Good. It's not. I, what, I'm what's quite excited about a, this. What's bigger than a planet destroyer? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> it kills multiple planets. Well done by s- destroying a star. <laughs> I will call it Star Killer Base. We're very it's 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 Avatar unobtainium sort of yeah. level <laughs> level of intelligence, um, but I don't know. How, like, again, the first order just feels like stormtroopers. Point two. What what they do is they in the opening crawl of Force Awakens. If I if I remember correctly, and I'm sure there's some Star Wars nerd who will tell me otherwise, and I'm sure he's sat about three feet away from me. Um, but I thought <laughs> they said something like the remnants of the Empire became the first order, right? But apparently, it's just the, the Empire, but bigger and better. In the years off, they just suddenly grew with 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 fucking what's his face, uh, Luke Skywalker still alive, and all the rebellions and all the rebels still alive. They're just like the they the rebels formed the Repu- new republic, which is apparently pretty rubbish and not really good at anything. And he, and Mark Hamill goes off and retires somewhere, and then apparently Empire gets bigger and better than it ever was before, mm. with no actual emperor this time. I mean, you know, he's somehow he returned, but that was three films later. Some somehow he returned is the co- is is the whole point of the sequel trilogy. It's just shit. somehow all the shit you care it's about returned. happens off screen, and then all the shit I don't care about, I've got to watch for three hours, and it's just like, oh my god. Yeah. Even the remnants of the remnants of the Empire, like, yeah, you're right. How how does it get as big as it does? On the fuck in the third one. They rock up at this random ass planet, and there's a fucking fleet of star destroyers ready to take over the fucking universe. They're all brand new. They're all crewed up as well. Yeah, yeah. They all, all, each one of them takes like tens of thousands of stormtroopers, soldiers on them. Yeah. And you're like, what? How? Where the hell did this come from? Uh, I'll say how they came about. Somehow. So- <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Somehow. Somehow he returned. But in the, in the, they it, clearly put that in the script as sort of like the intro, right? Somehow he returned. We'll write that bit in later. Maybe we'll show it in a in a pre-title sequence. And then and when they went, when it came to actually filming, it's like, what did we put for the somehow? Fuck, we forgot. Oh shit, we already have a budget. Oh, oh screw it. Just uh, they're Star Wars fans. They'll, they'll hate it no matter what we do. <laughs> but in might the, as well make it shit. In the Last Jedi, I remember them the the Rebel. Well, I don't remember what the Resistance fleet. Sorry, Rebel and Resistance very different. Very different. Um, the Resistance fleet are like trying to get away from the big First Order fleet. Yeah. Um, and it's and like, like, th- it's like two ships. There's like two ships. It's like how has this rebel alliance, which defeated the empire, which managed to do all this this good job? Well, I can admit, I, I can admit that like after the end of Return of the Jedi, things may not been have been like particularly yeah. smooth. I think that's supposed to what's supposed to have happened is so the empire is overthrown, the great enemy is defeated, apparently in one mm. place, and all the other empire elements around the universe. We just don't worry about. It. They went away on their own. Mm. Um, that imp- that they got destroyed, and then the I guess the the, the, the rebels didn't have a. a they were rebels without a cause, oh, very and good. so they uh, they sort film. of disbanded, yeah. and then they became the sort of republic, the new republic, which is a bit ineffective, basically. And then that all gets destroyed by Star Killer Base in Force Awakens. So mm-hmm. that's their explanation for why it's they're so shit. But then the First Order in the first two films basically consists of about three ships, and that's apparently wreaking terror across the galaxy. And it's just Donald Gleeson, who is at that point what thirty five, ginger man, not very strong, yelling a lot. Yeah, you got Kylo Ren and Snoke. 
but they didn't really do much. Mm. Um, I just realised. Oh. Um, Andy Circus. Andy Circus is in, in Andor and yeah, Andor and. I mean, I mean that, that's that's one of the things where you, when you play a character which is you know like Snoke, uh, you, it doesn't look like Andy Circus. Doesn't. But then, when does Andy Circus look like Andy Circus? <laughs> when he's not Gollum and ape, or, <laughs> or, or a, a bigger ape, or a bigger ape, <laughs> a bigger ape. Yeah, it's like when Andy Circus actually just plays a dude. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> But like in Andor, he really shows like he's, you know, he's a really good actor. At, yeah. You know, being being people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not a spoiler to say that Andy Serkis is in it. I'm not saying what their character is. I don't think. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, he's R2D2. <laughs> he's R2D2. Yes. Um, anyway, do you know what we're here? I haven't finished. <laughs> Did you ever see? Right. <laughs> we're 18 me. minutes in. Did you ever see that video of Peter Serafinowicz talking about the first time he saw? Uh, Episode one, Phantom Menace, because no. he voices Darth Maul. Oh yes. Um, and but apparently he was kept very much in the dark of what was actually happening. He did the, he did his lines, was told you know a rough thing about his his character and whatever else. Did the lines, uh, didn't get invited to the premiere. Had to fly himself out to the premiere in LA or whatever. Um, didn't know anything about the plot. Sat there in the anything the with like with basically the the, the public, they were all the stars were sat there, and he just remember sitting there and he was going. I'm probably going to tell this badly, but. And he was watching the opening credits, and he was really excited. The Star Wars thing came on. It's like, he's watching. He goes, "Oh, great! This is oh the oh the you know talk about the the Republic and all this stuff." And then he starts getting a bit confused because they're talking about tax embargoes and trade embargoes. (laughs) Sorry, trade embargoes and like this just intergalactic Senate and the political upheaval. And he's just sitting there going, "This what's this got to do with Star Wars?" This is meant to be a kids' film, and they're talking about fucking trade embargoes and the Galactic Federation. it's 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 clearly <laughs> it's bit, thought, yeah it's full Star Trek then it's just like it's, it's clearly thought a lot about like what they could do and thought about the universe to expand the universe and then forgot that maybe this they shouldn't put all the stuff which is the exposition the the background stuff they should leave that to the background stuff and not bring it to the front I mean I think that that, that the other the the original trilogy mm. they are very much exposition here but here's what you need to know read it quickly that's all and go yeah. but it was very simple it was like. Empire bad, yeah. Luke Skywalker, whatever. Uh, These Han, guys Han bad. Solo. We need to stop yeah. the big exploding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kept it simple, right? Yeah. And then this one's like, due to the truce, the peace treaty failing on Naboo, we've got who are these characters? What's happening? Like you don't have anything to put to. Um. Uh, but anyway, Pete, enough waffling from you. Why are we here? I'm not finished, actually, Tom. You fucking are. <laughs> we we still haven't talked about the Mandalorian and and all those series yet. Well, we could talk about Mandalorian and Boba Fett in the same breath because Boba Fett just became Mandalorian. So we basically it made did. if you haven't seen Mandalorian, half of Boba Fett made no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I, don't, I suppose there aren't, weren't many people who hadn't seen one or the other. Oh, but yeah. it was annoying because if you just, if you, in the future, if you ever say to someone, oh, you should watch Mandalorian, it's good, you then have to tell them to watch Boba Fett because they'll get, there'll be a jump between seasons two and three where a lot of shit has happened yeah. with the, in the Mandalorian, with the Mandalorian, that you won't have seen. Without giving away spoilers, it's sort of one of those things where they, <laughs> there's a, where season two ends, it's now fixed. And like it's, it's, a, it's, big, a, big, it's, it's a big thing which happens at the end of season two. Yeah. It's now fixed by the start of season three, which is kind of a bit frustrating. <laughs> no, there'll, be a, there'll be a crawl at the start of season three of Mandalorian. Oh. Here's what you missed. Yeah. Or it'll be like, somehow, 
this happened, some, this returned, or whatever. Yeah, but to be fair, my perspective of, of those series, like Mandalorian, I think was, is 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 good. Is I really enjoyed them. Um, Boba Fett, I also enjoyed, and I and what was the other one? Uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Obi Wan was all right. Like I don't I don't hate them. Again, it's I I I find them entertaining, but I it wouldn't write home about them. It, it's it's the, it's those series where you would watch and then you go, and then someone says, "Oh, should I watch this?" Like you can. Well, that's one of it. So I think if it, in the case of Obi Wan, it's a series that fills the gaps between two bits of story. So you know mm. what happens to Obi Wan at the start, and you know how he ends. This is middle bit, but you don't. It doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't give away. It doesn't bring something more to the story that you already know about. It's mm. more like here's what could have happened. And it's like great. You wanna you know where all the other characters end up. No real developments have happened. And it actually creates more questions than it answers for mm. the following thing. It's like, well, why didn't he know about this? And why didn't Leia know that? And and it's it just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Ah. If if you would make uh, a Star Wars TV series... I'd fuck it up. <laughs> I'd do a terrible job. But what would you make it about? <laughs> no, I would... I genuinely liked... What I really liked about Andor, I would do something in a similar vein. Okay. In that I wouldn't make it about the Skywalkers or the fucking Palpatines. Right. Or... You know, a character we've already seen. Mm. Every fucking one of these offshoots, and even a lot of the films, take place on Tatooine. I guess because it looks like a convenient desert filming location. Uh, but we don't see much of like this this whole empire, mm. or well, not even about the empire, but like this whole universe with the Force and whatever else. And we just concentrate on like one family and one planet half mm. the time. And it's like I know with those are, those are the characters we like, and we like want to know more about them. We want to know what happens to the people that they have impact. But something else, please. Yeah. Something else. Do you know what, what sort of time period? Um, after the birth of Jesus. <laughs> um, when does that take? When does the birth of Jesus take place in well, the Star Wars universe? Well, the thing is, Star Wars takes place a long time ago, a long, long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe Jesus was a Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, he also he could walk on water, heal the sick. That's a thing. That is a thing. Force heal. Yeah, yeah. Um, he turned water into wine. Is yeah, that a thing? Yeah, and somehow Jesus returned after three days. <laughs> that didn't. That happened off screen. You don't see. It. <laughs> and then he turned into a force ghost at the top of Mount Sinai. Apparently, we're Perfect. All, apparently we're all doubting Thomas. Be like, no, that doesn't make sense. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's just no pleasing some people. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I. I would like to have a story which is separate because I, I think it's really interesting to s- look into the nitty gritty of of the, the dark sides of the universe. Not talking about dark sides in like light versus dark, yeah. you know, Sith Jedi sort of thing. But it's nice seeing the <coughs> sort of almost Blade Runner esque sort of parts. Yeah. Well, of that's the, what it is. It is kind of like a, a neo noir. Yeah, Andor, and it's really good in that way. And it's, it's it's episodic, but over two episodes rather than one. Kind of like Mandalorian season one. It's got its own little story arc, mm. and yeah, I I really I really enjoyed it, but enough. So I would like to do that. Not but, quite enough. But <laughs> I also would like to see. I would like to see Darth Vader fucking shit up. Right. Here's something that I think they they saw that in they did that in Rogue One. Yeah. And everyone fucking loved it. Everyone lost their shit. It was great. They did it again in a video game. Well, they've done it in lots of things in lots of expanded universe mm-hmm. stuff. But they did a scene which is quite reminiscent of that. Yes. In uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Right. But again, most people, you know, not 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 all Star Wars fans are going to play that game. Fine, not mm-hmm. everyone's game. So if we're talking to the actual on-screen stuff, but I think they did realize the reaction of that in Rogue One, and then they tried to bring it back in the, in the game. But they also tried to do it again in Obi Wan, 
Kenobi. I think there was a lot of unnecessary Vader shots of just I don't know. I think it was there is a bit, there is quite a cool bit in in Obi Wan when Vader's walking down the street and it's like oh wow that's showing power. I quite like that bit of Obi Wan. Yeah, because it's quite it's quite um, it's it's it, I I like seeing the dark side because obviously when we watch Star Wars stuff it's always from the perspective of the of the light side and always the good guys. Well, from my perspective, <laughs> the Jedi are evil. Yes, but um, Andor's quite interesting because it is a lot more shades of grey and mm. we see a lot of what's oh, going yeah. on in the Empire. Yeah. I I'd be, I'd be quite interested to watch Rogue One again. Yeah, but I want to do it when the Andor storyline is completed because that will you know probably run for I don't a know how many more series, seasons or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how many more seasons it will run. But yeah. But anyway, yeah. do you know why we're here? <laughs> uh, I do, but I'm just I've enjoy, I've been enjoying not letting you get to it. Because <laughs> um, we're currently going to have to cut around twenty six minutes of Star Wars chat <laughs> and whatever else we to chat with. Of it, chat we chat, chat we chat. No, it doesn't work. Uh, you did really well there. I'm tired. I've just come back from work. Tired, all right, you just came back from work. Um, so we're here to talk about the films which came, which come out this week. There's quite a lot of films that come out this I week. I actually don't know. Oh, wait, I do know one of them. Yeah, because I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, actually, you've seen two. But um, I'm going to talk about. I? Yes, you have. Okay. Um, there you. are three films we're going to talk about. I will tell you actually the other one. Three films we're going to talk about today. Uh, one is Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Oh, I haven't seen that one. No, uh, The Whale. I have seen that one. Yeah, uh, and Knock at the Cabin. Those are the three ones we're going to talk about today. Well, I haven't seen that one either. Which but one? there is one which has which which I, is also coming out this this um, this week. She is love. Oh, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going out of the article cinema, though. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I don't know. Actually, it's strange because that's what it says. It comes out this week on in the UK. Oh, I, see, and I, see. I think it's probably a limited release. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's but not, for not, those not who... big film. If anyone's interested, Tom worked on The Shears Love. It was my first job in the camera department on a feature film. Oh, there you go. And it was uh, filmed in March or April of 2021, I want to say. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fun I've, I've seen that film as well. We went to go to the BFI London Film Festival. And we watched that. That was yeah. Is it, are you going to ask you questions about that, or making a thing related to that, or are you just meant giving that an honourable mention? I'm oh, just giving an honourable mention Fair because enough, um, I think it's worth mentioning. It's honourable. It is. It is. It is. And oh, I probably shouldn't bitch about people on it. <laughs> <laughs> cut anyway, that. Cut, cut that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is Puss in Boots: The The Last Wish. Uh, you, the, the synopsis is when Puss in Boots. Well, spoilers. <laughs> it's actually a sequel. I don't know if you know that. I know, of course it is. There's been other Pussy Boots films. I just haven't bothered to watch any of them because they just looked a bit crap. <laughs> and like, not in a you know, oh, it's a kid, it's for kids. I'm not watching that because I I I watch Shrek and I watch I watch Despicable Me and I yeah. watched uh, Has Train Dragon and all those other ones. It's, is it the difference between watching Despicable Me and watching Minions? Basically, that I think that is a difference. But also, I think in the, the trailers just didn't make it look very appealing of the first uh, film. Was yeah. there two films or one film? There's there's one there's one prequel. Okay, one to this film. <laughs> <laughs> there's one film in in the Puss in Boots yeah, series okay. so far. Apart yeah. from if you if you Fine. if you don't include Shrek's, uh, I don't include Shrek's in the Puss in Boots. Uh, I was gonna say trilogy. <laughs> yeah, <whatever. laughs> but for some for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I've heard a lot about this. Yeah, upcoming one. It's been on TikTok like so much. Right, I am not on TikTok, so I don't know what's been said on TikTok. But I just heard this really good. Yeah, um, but this is what it's about. Puss in Boots. When Puss in Boots discovers that his passion for adventure has taken its toll, and he has burned through eight of his nine lives, he launches an 
epic journey to restore them by finding the mythical last wish. That sounds like a fucking Doctor Who fl- plot. Like, you know when like he got to the end of uh, his 12 regenerations or 13, whatever it was, and then they just sort of went, oh yeah, here's some more. <laughs> well, we don't maybe, know that. People still like the show, so here's some more. M- m- maybe he does get more, maybe he doesn't. We don't know what happens well, to the puss. Yeah. Oh, if it makes money, he'll get more. <laughs> that is true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll maybe have a, a replacement cynical, cat. They can, they can have yeah, Puss in Boots' son, daughter. Well, I mean, like, it, Puss in Boots is very heavily based on Zorro. Yes. Who is also played by Antonio Banderas. Yes. Um, and... I get the mask of like Zorro in the films gets becomes it becomes Zorro from the old Zorro who gives him the, Zorro, the mask of Zorro and teaches him how to be Zorro. Mm-hmm. So Pussy Boots could do that, and it would make me really happy if he did that to Anthony Hopkins because that's who he got it from in the Zorro films. Yeah, It'd be perfect. Sounds perfect. Uh, so obviously, as you're aware, I'm going to ask you questions about um, you know Pussy Boots, and they, yeah, gonna... but where are you getting this? Where, what's the questions about this time? The, the, well, I'm actually going to ask you about cats. Because I don't know anything about cats. Why stop picking things I don't know anything about? You lured me into this whole thing by t- <laughs> telling me it was going to be about films because you know I'm you know quite into films. I've got quite a lot of the film questions wrong. Well, this actually, one is it. This is this this is about. The... I don't know. I couldn't name another type of cat. This is about Black the cat. This is about the cats in the film Cats. I haven't seen that. <laughs> Idris Elba. In is Ian McKellen in it? Think so? Uh, are, these, are these true or false? Because I'm at least gonna have a shot. Because if it's not multiple choice, I'm fucked. Yeah, it's 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 true or false. It's I've made up. Um, I've made up some. Have fake... you seen it? No. <laughs> Again, you so see, you don't even know. No. Okay, you've googled this. Oh, you've asked. Well, I, 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 yeah, I looked up the cats in cats because you know it seemed like a cavity cat. That's a cat. It's a true or false. Cat Stevens. It's a true or false. Right. And you got to tell me, is this a real cat, cat. in the film Cats? I've only done, I've only done the ones which are actually in the film. There's more cats. Have you made them up, or have you borrowed? Them I've from made other up cats? few of the, a few of them. Okay, I just meant, I just was qualifying whether they're made up by you or whether they're other cats from other things, like other media, like you did with fucking fables. I'm not going to say anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's going to make the quiz very hard if you don't say anything. So the first question is how many questions? M- there's seven. Fuck me. <laughs> Five was good. Stick with five. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, shut up. Um, first one, McCavity Cat. Is that a real Ew. cat in cats? Turns out your boy knows cats. <laughs> that's a real cat. Is it? Are you sure? Yes. No, yes, that's, that's yeah. That's... When you said are you sure, I really did doubt myself. Even though that's the one thing I know about cats. That's. Uh, do you know who plays that one? Is that Idris Elba? That is Idris Elba. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well done. My boy Stringer Bell in Cats. <laughs> Luther in Cats. Luther. Uh, how's, uh, There's yeah. a Luther film coming out that's soon. Is there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna do another one, but did you did you watch all of Luther? I've watched all of Luther. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they did another... I don't know if Alice Morgan's returning because mm. they did suggest that she's not returning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember to be fair, but um, uh, no, I, I, Luther. I really enjoyed like. Uh, the first few se- series, and then it feels like <laughs> since then they keep on going. Oh, we should just do. We could try and do another set, of, set of series of Luther, and it's like, I think they need to stop. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. They also did that typical BBC series thing of like doing. Here's a full series of six episodes, and then here's a full series of three episodes, and here's a special two-parter, and there's here's that, and it's like pick a format, fucking pick a format. Yeah. It, and now it's a film. Now it's a fucking film. <laughs> um, but no, the first series of Luther, especially, really stood out 
to a lot of people, mm. not because of uh, obviously because of the story and the characters, but we you know it's some variation of the sort of Sherlock Holmes drug abuse angry man that we'd seen before. Sure, um, but. It was really interestingly shot. It was really subversive in the way that a lot of characters were framed. If you ever watch an interview sequence in that, you always see like the back of the head in the bottom right of the frame, mm. or like the way the camera cut jump across the line in between two characters. It was just always just a bit like it was a bit disarming, and it really sort of it wasn't as conventional as a lot of mm. detective shows being shown at the same I'll time. Have to watch it again. Sh- I mean, what just watch the and I'll, I'll show you this after as well. But if you watch the scene where Alice Morgan and Luther first meet. It's an interview scene where she's being interviewed as a victim of a crime. And throughout this scene, you slowly start to see Luther have, Luther have his suspicions and sort of put the piece together. And then there's a moment where he really sort of put, t- decides to test his theory that she might not be who she think, who she says she is. Mm. And the camera like proper like jumps the line behind his head. Mm. And you see... You, well, he crosses the line... Uh, to sort of like throw the audience off and that's the moment where Luther sort of poses his question and then as it sort of goes back to comfort the camera literally moves back on the right side of the line during the during the shot hmm. and it's just I'll show you afterwards but if you look up on YouTube anyone like I'm sure you'll interesting sure uh, you'll uh, yeah uh, I've probably explained it very badly but it's a, it was a very interesting show at the time and even though I didn't know much about cameras or cinematography at the time not that I do now but <laughs> even it stood out to me then yeah so I was like this is a really well shot show holy shit yeah um, but then it I think lost its uh, lost its edge, lost its flair. Well, it's 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 one of those things where when you have stars who are rising, um, it becomes more and more difficult to be like, can can you come back to do small BBC TV series, please? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting offers from Hollywood. I was like, address, please, <laughs> please address. Yeah, they're like, oh, do you want to do James Bond or do you want to do Luther season seven <laughs> or whatever they're on now? But uh, the next one, well done, you got one right. Oh, one that was hundred percent. That was question one, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, These things would be four hours long. Bustopher Jones. Bustopher. Bustopher Jones. See, it's got a surname. Mm-hmm. That's what's threw me off. Bustopher. There is no. There is. There is very little in the way of uh, synchronicity no between format, the. Yeah. 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 There's no format of the names. It's just. Oh, here's some names. Bustopher. Bustopher Jones. Yes. Uh, you have. You just have interest. You haven't made up any extra facts or details about nope. them, have you? No. Cool. Other than they're a cat, probably. They're, they could be a cat. You could have told me what type of cat. It wouldn't have added nope. anything to my answer. Um, they're a cat in cats. They don't have buttholes. I want to see the butthole cut. Release the butthole cut. <laughs> um, Bustafer. Yep. Just sounds like it could be a costume. Buster Rhymes and Christopher Nolan. Why not? Um, I'm going to say real. You're going to say real? I'm going to say real. Sure about that? No. But I'm going to say it. It's real. Hey, go me. It's, I was it... sure. I was testing you. <laughs> I'm actually Cat's biggest fan. Do you know who plays Bustafer Jones? Can I... Well, hang on. I know some of the people who were in Cats. Is yes. it James Corden? It is James Corden. Yes! <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> uh, Did you see? Right, he was slagging off the VFX of that. Was he? Yeah, it was one of the um, one of the award shows that he was presenting. I don't think Cats was nominated for it, mm. but I think to get a cheap joke, he sort of made reference to Cats and and the VFX of it and how like it was shoddily made or stuff because that was what people ragged on at first. And I was sitting there thinking, "You fat, worthless piece of shit!" Oi, stop it! <laughs> uh, hey, that's not attacking fat people. I'm attacking him, and I'm using whatever tools I've got to attack him. Right. Um, it, you know, so, like I said to about uh, Domino Gleeson, if you didn't cut that bit about 
him being ginger. Nothing against ginger people, but it's funny. Do you want to move on? No, stop trying to cut everything out of all these things. You're um, not the one saying these things. It's me. If, if fat people want to have a go at me, they're welcome to try. Question number three. No, James Corden right, got on the stage. No, he got on the stage and he slagged off VFX artists who probably were overworked and underpaid. And for what? What did he do to the film? Apart from prat around and not act in it and, mm. be a, and probably be dicks to PAs and everyone else. Mm. Fuck that guy. I don't like him. And if he has a problem with that, good. <laughs> uh, question three. Question number three. Uh, Tonkinese. Tonkinese? Yeah. That sounds vaguely racist. <laughs> to the Tonkinese people. <laughs> um, Tonkin is a place in Vietnam. Is it? Yeah. Well, oh. I think so. Because in the Vietnam War, there was a Gulf of Tonkin incident. Right. Where an a ship was fired on and it caused an international incident. I think it was North North Vietnamese firing on American ships or vice versa. Mm. And it started a whole thing. So Tonkinese sounds like that's what I think of. Uh, but that doesn't help me answer the question. <laughs> uh, I want to say that... Is it just Tonkinese? There's no surname, it's just Tonkinese. Tonkinese. Um, true. Real. Nope. <laughs> I was bound to be one. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that name from? Uh, it's uh, There's a type of cat called a Tonkinese. Oh, uh, right. See, if I knew anything about cats, I probably wouldn't have... I probably got it right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, because I'd have got no pee. That's just, a, that's just a name of a cat. Is there also a McCavity cat? <laughs> Maybe. It's uh, made by the McVitie uh, Corporation. It's sponsored by the McVitie yeah. Corporation. <laughs> uh, next one is um, Bombalarina. Bombalarina. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even know what to go on that one. Is it like ballerina, but like I can't tell. Bombass, bomba. <laughs> they all the all the cats and cats have like a specific thing. They have like some of them are the theater cut, some of them the alley McKellen? cat. Uh, I, I think maybe, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and Judy Dench are definitely the two theater cats. Yeah. Um, Bombanese, Bombanese is that what it's called? No, that's Tonkinese. Bombalerina. Bombalerina. Sorry. Um, it's not spelt exactly like ballerina, by the way. No, but it's probably. Is it, are you pronouncing it correctly? Because if not, then I maybe don't, I, not. Don't, I don't know. Because I obviously B O M B A L U R I N A. My brain already went uh. bomb ballerina. <laughs> bomb ballerina. Uh, I'm going to say that that is fake. That's fake. Uh, I don't anymore. I think it's true. <laughs> Thanks, real. What do you need to go with? Ah, oh, shit! It's your look of uh. Um. Bomb ballerina, real, real, yeah, it is real. Yeah, fuck it. It's Taylor Swift. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I said that. Like, is it really? No, not Taylor. Oh, I loved her. <laughs> I can't believe she would do that. <laughs> I could believe James Corden did it. <laughs> right. Uh, next one. Uh, Epicurus. That is a philosopher. <laughs> um, but could also be the name of a cat. Epicu- Epicurus. Epicurus. I think Epicurus was a Stoic philosopher in in the in the olden days, and for that reason, I hope that they've left him alone and haven't turned him into a weird cat. So I'm going to say that that's not real. That's not a real fake? cat in the cat's film. Go ahead. That's correct. It is fake. It is just a. It is. It is a Greek philosopher who came up with Epicureanism. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Did you know? I like Epicurean is... ideals. Uh, I think I vaguely remember. I put I put I put the definition here. Go on. Um, it teaches that the greatest good is to seek modest pleasures, 
in order to attain a state of tranquility, freedom from fear, and absence from bodily pain. Well, there we go. Didn't we all learn something today? We did. Good well. Epicurus. Um, next one is Big the Cat. I was going to say, if he's after a moderate pleasure, he really shouldn't be in cats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was the last one? I was too uh, making a joke. There's two more. Oh fuck! Big the cat. Big the cat. Yep. Is that one Tom Hanks? <laughs> Why would it? I don't understand that joke. Because he was in the film Big. Oh yeah, no, very good. I understand it now. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah, no, so which I'm, is like I'm, I'm very disappointed right now. <laughs> um, Big the cat. Yes. Did you look up a picture of Big the Cat, uh, assuming it's real? Did I look at... I, well, there are some some ones which I did look up the kit, the pat, pit. <clears throat> There are some ones which I did look up these cats and saw the pictures of said cats. Yeah. But there's if they're not real, I didn't see the picture no, of No, but I'm cats. saying you could lie to me. Uh, and uh, and I saw it, so when I asked the question, uh, did you have seen a picture of Big yes. the Cat? Was it a big cat? Yes. Cool. I believe it then. That's real. No. Uh, I don't <laughs> believe that that's real. Why? I think it's lazy, and if it is real, I think it shouldn't be. <laughs> Final answer. So what's this? Who wants to be a millionaire? Just say true, or just say I got it right. Or yeah, not. you're right. It's yeah, not real. Yeah, there we go. Okay, it's well. it's the. It's... Have, have, I got, have I got to lock it in, and then if I try and change it, then I can't go back. Uh, it's uh, it's a cat from Sonic. Cat from Sonic, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You you, you I think we I think we're both nerds in our way, but yep. I think there are certain pockets of nerd culture which I don't touch with a fucking ten mm-hmm. foot barge pole, and you. Bathing. <laughs> I mean, I know Sonic, but like, I, I'm, and I was aware of Big the Cat, yeah. but like, um, I knew that you had no idea yeah, what Big mean, the Cat was. It was either that or a fucking Pokemon. Right? <laughs> uh, the last one, uh, Growl Tiger. <sighs> that is a porn <laughs> video. <laughs> Growl Tiger. Yeah, I had to leave this one to last. Jesus. Uh, I want to believe. I'm going to say it's real, and it's probably Ian McKellen. <laughs> uh, final answer. Yeah, sure. I am. Uh, well, yeah, it's real. Yeah, who plays him? Uh, Ray Winston. Ray Winston. <laughs> growl tiger. Oh, growl. Very dirty. Oh, sexy baby. Oh, you dirty slag. <laughs> All right, it's me, Ray Winston. Oh, I am a charming little cat. Look at my tail. Come dance with me. <laughs> Tom, you did really well that time. You got six I'm out of seven. I'm so ashamed of that. <laughs> you said beforehand. I did a, I did a, I've got a degree in ancient history. <laughs> the fucking fable question. I was on my ass. <laughs> you got well, what? heaven forbid. I, 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 right, I've seen the first ten minutes of Cats yeah. because it was, I was at the pub with my mate Laura uh, years ago at this point, um, and we got really drunk. And the pub kicked us out. And we're like, oh, we don't want to go. Let's go back to. Let's go back to. Let's go back to yours. We'll have a drink and we'll put on. Oh, wouldn't it be really funny if we put on cats? <laughs> and we were drunk out of our minds and we were like, oh, this will be brilliant. No, we know it's bad, but it's so bad it'll be good and we'll love it. Ten minutes in, we, I was like, fucking turn this off. This is horrific. And that was mm. me drunk. God knows if I'd sat in a <laughs> cinema and sat through it. I, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have sat through it. It would have been meet the Spartans all over again. <laughs> yeah, but you got the, you got one of the history questions right. Oh, I've got the Epicurus one. Epicurus yeah. one. Yeah, you go. Well Bonus points for that. Yeah. Bonus points. Eight out of seven. <laughs> seven out of seven. Yeah. Yeah. No, but um, well done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. What was I, the one I'm that got wrong again? What was the one that fooled me? Uh, the Tonkin easy. Yeah. So I went. I went history with that. I went. I'll oh, go for Tonkin. That's the uh, you know real one and whatever else. What? You used your brain. I did. In the that's what happens when I use my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Go on. Um, but. 
so that's that's your cats from cats question. If you ask me to fucking come up with my own name for a cat, it's not I'm that. Gonna shove this microphone at your <laughs> cock sideways. What would be your name for a cat? Oh, it's happening. Okay. <laughs> You, you, you can't propose an option like that and not have me go for it. I can and just did. What were you going to ask me? Um, which side character from an animation would you like to see a spin-off about? Oh shit! So, oh yeah, I guess we're I guess we're calling that an animation. I was when I think when I think animation, I don't think three D. I think like yeah, okay, yeah, so no, like, no, 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 but yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, I'm going to include that. Yeah. Um, shit, man. Let me think. I can't, I've immediately forgotten every animated thing I've ever seen. Oh shit! Yeah, it's difficult. I, I was trying to think of. I mean, it's also related to Puss in Boots. The, the, yeah, this yeah. is still Puss in Boots. Yeah, no, but like I forgot that when yeah. I said that. Because uh, we just ended up talking actually, about cats. It's actually very quite related to the to the film we were talking about earlier. Oh wow, that's. Uh, I mean, you can understand why I'm why I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What side character would I like to see a spin off of? Yeah, I think that you most spin offs are terrible. So, a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. There's only rare. Even Push the Boots probably the first one I don't think I would watch. Yeah. I still I still won't, actually. I, I think that one had James Corden in it. I think James Corden was Humpty Dumpty in, in that. Puss in Boots? In the first one. Was he? Have yeah. you seen it? I've seen the first Puss in Boots. Wow. <laughs> what, 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 what was that? I don't know. I don't know why I thought better of you. I really don't. Um, hey, Shrek, the Shrek films, I mean, and by that I mean Shrek 1 and Shrek 2, are really good. The thing is, Shrek 3 and 4 aren't bad films. They're just not on the par with Shrek One and Two. No, for like there are plenty of films that had like a strong start that did tailored off and ended poorly. Like Pirates of the Caribbean is a prime one. First mm. three films, some people say the third one is not as good, uh, but the first three films I really liked. And then Stranger, was it Stranger Tides? Stranger then, Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. Episode Four, Stranger Things, and Five Salazar's Revenge or whatever the fuck they ended up calling it at the end. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Mm. One of them's real. One of them's replaced one. Um, they never actually got made. I never saw them. They don't count. <laughs> Yeah, I still have a lot of fun. But I think the if they three. if they did get made, they would be absolute atrocities, yeah. equivalent to the worst thing that, that humans have ever done. Um, and this is I'm still uh, ignoring the question because I'm struggling. I've genuinely forgotten everything. It's really hard. I mean, we could think about all, all the uh, different names, some, and I'll pick a character. Would you want to see a Toy Story spinoff about one of the? No, you think Toy Story should be done? I think Toy Story was was done after the third one. Mm, yes. And then, but four four was really good. But it, but I think it, it wasn't needed. It, it was unnecessary. They ended yeah. it went really well. Um, so I think they should have left it there. Um, How much money did Toy Story four make? Probably a bajillion dollars. <laughs> yeah, or one point two actually. I think as of uh, final gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree that Toy Story three should have stopped after Toy uh, Toy Story should have stopped after Toy Story three. It was a very good stopping point for the series yeah toy story 4 itself like as you say it's a good film but but i mean it's just it it just feels tacked on and when when you have toy story 1 to 3 it's say it's andy's story mm. and then toy story 4 ends with like woody's end to the story yeah so it's sort of they're trying to give another ending to like the whole series. So maybe Toy Story Five will be Buzz's end uh, to the. Oh to- god! I mean, speaking about bad spin-offs, did you see Lightyear? I did. What did you think of Lightyear? It was alright. I think if you're gonna do, I don't think that made. I think that made a lot of sense either because of, of who Buzz Lightyear was as in Toy Story One, mm. and his character, who's supposed to be based off this character of the film. Like, those characters weren't the same at all. No. But um, 
But I just think that it didn't have any sort of any of the any of the heart and soul that Toy Story had. It was no. nothing. The other ones were about childhood nostalgia and moving on and growing up and and family. And this one was just about like, oh, spaceman. But Pixar, I, I think, I don't know. Pixar, I, I I don't know whether it's because I was growing up when I was watching the old Pixar films. But it feels like the more the more modern Pixar's are less. They're they're still good, but they're not they're not as much of of a big hit than the previous one than the ones when I was younger. Like Toy Story one to th- one one and two maybe, are fantastic. Maybe the current ones are to those kids. Yeah, because obviously it gets to a point where although there are references that adults can understand and stories that adults can enjoy, they're not made for us. No, it's like Star Wars. Like, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, they're not made for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Pixar's a solid start, or I mean, House Chain Dragon. That would be to see sort of something. Billy Connolly and that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I would see another film in the House Chain Dragon universe. I mean, they've finished that story with one to three, and I think they're all fabulous films. I haven't seen three. I don't. Oh, maybe I have. No, if I do, if I do, I don't remember it. Um, it all, all of them are great. Um, but I think that they, if they wanted to, they could do another story in that universe, and that would be. That would be my personal pick to mm. um, because to, to that to uh, which character from an animation we'd like to see a spin-off of. <laughs> I had to jumpstart my brain because I forgot what the <laughs> question was. <laughs> oh god! Um, but I don't know if there's a specific character I'd want to ha- like see have a another have a spin-off of, or if it's just a spin-off of a series. We could just a- ask that question. To be fair, yeah. I was. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm. A, I'm tired, man. That was a very long question. <laughs> My brain checked out. Um, I liked uh, Incredibles. <laughs> Would you see some a character from Incredibles? Edna Mode, like an Edna Mode. Oh fuck no! I want to watch that. Uh, Syndrome. I think they could have done more with Syndrome. Uh, once his character, uh, redemption arc. I mean, does, he, does he die? You know what? I actually can't remember. Does it? <laughs> does the thing fall? Yeah, because the thing attacks him, doesn't it? Yeah. Does so. it fall on him? I have no memory of what happens to Syndrome at the end of that film. I think he dies. He I think might he gets do. crushed by the big thing. You know what? All right, pause. Fire up Incredibles. <laughs> Let's just watch Incredibles. It's a good, good film. Incredibles 2 was a good sequel, um, but it didn't leave an impact on me. Like, mm. I came out of it thinking, oh, you know what? They didn't fuck that up. That was good. It was, wasn't as good as Cars 2, obviously. Mm. That's everyone's favourite Pixar film. But, yeah, like, I think Syndrome... I'd like to see him have a, a redemption arc, maybe. Yeah. Because it's always good to have that. Uh, the, the next film which we're going to talk about is The Whale, which you've already seen. I have seen. Uh, I'm still going to give so, you So this. I hope these questions are related to whales. <laughs> Unless you mean the country, which I don't know anything about, even though I've lived there for years. <laughs> or, the, or the mammal, which I don't know anything about. <laughs> um, up in Birmingham. <laughs> I give you the synopsis. We don't, uh, we don't go to school there, so... Uh, <laughs> You'll try. You'll try to give me the synopsis. I'll give you the synopsis. And I'll tell you if it's right or not. Uh, a reclusive, morbidly obese teach, uh, English teacher attempts to Correct. reconnect with his uh, estranged teenage daughter. Correct. Yep. Yep. That is a, that is true. And <laughs> One point. <laughs> and this is... And the questions which I'm going to ask you today are... What's the film I'm talking about? I found some... Oh, it's a film. It's a film one. I can do films. <laughs> it's a film one. Um, so I found this is slightly borrowed from um, uh, uh, that's Dazed and Confused. That's all right, all right, all right, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, 
Well, that could be uh, Houston. We have a problem. From this is 13. this is slightly borrowed from Mister Sunday Movies, but what I found is some one star reviews uh, for Avatar two. <laughs> Um, sea-based films. So all Finding these, Nemo. so all these Finding films, Dorings, Jaws, Jaws two are somewhat Jaws related 3D. to sea life or the sea. Okay, the, um, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. So the first question. There's only five of these. Oh, what? I got seven cat questions. <laughs> which, by the way, I fucking nailed. Oh, and oh, I'm gonna get most of them wrong as well. That's, that's the embarrassing bit. Is that? Is that? I bet you that's. I don't know how many of these we're gonna do, but I bet that's gonna be my best round ever. That's gonna haunt me. <laughs> It's gonna yeah. haunt me until until you get a five out of five. Well, <laughs> yeah, but even then, I've got six on the other one. Yeah. Um, right, go on. First one. Uh, so this is the review. All oh, right, I see. First off, the animation is horrible, but the actors ten out of ten. Right. Good stuff out the way. Uh, the story is unreal, and the Oscar is selfish. It's tragical how this move uh, this movie was made the same year as Shrek Two. Which is better in every way. This movie movie sucks a lot. What was the Oscar line? What? Um, the the story is unreal, and the Oscar is selfish. They capitalize the fish. Some of the wording of this because it's written the, the Oscar. Yeah. What does that mean? Wait, hang on. Wasn't the main character in Shark Tale called Oscar? I couldn't. Is tell it you. Shark Tale? <laughs> is it Shark Tale with Will Smith? And Angela Jolie and Renee Zellweger it and is, Robert De Niro. It is Shark Tale. Yeah, and Ziggy Ziggy Marley was one of the jellyfish. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shark Tale. And, and um, oh, who sang the song? I don't remember. Oh bollocks! At the car wash. Song. Yeah, I don't remember. It's Christina Aguilera. And damn it, who was the other one? <laughs> Quick Google. <laughs> hey Siri, who sang? Car wash in Shark Tale. Okay, I found it. Missy Elliott. Missy, Missy Elliott. Elliott. Okay, there we go. Cool. There we go. Missy the answers, Elliott. The questions answered. Um, yeah. Um, by the way, the, some of the wording of the of the reviews yes. is really poor. Like even I've had to sort of try to put commas in places so that it's not <laughs> a ridiculously long sentence Look, I'm if making. You're giving, if you're giving a film a one star review. I've got Letterboxd, by the way, and I don't leave reviews, but I just use it to like, rate stuff. But the amount of reviews on there people leave is just like all caps, like paragraphs. Or something. I'm like, who's reading this? Where did you get these from, by the way? Are they on... They're on IMDb. They're on IMDb. Okay, so they're even more like illiterate, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one. This is a truly poor movie. It's The Creature from the Black Lagoon. This, stri- this strikes me as a film where a director feels, based on his reputation, can put up anything on the- to screen. Make it arty and get the lovies gushing. I have to give this one uh, this one star as zero is not available. Is it a spoiler to say this is rubbish? Oh, now. So that actually didn't give much away in terms of the story. Uh, I haven't seen Creature of the Black, Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So if I had, that would have been very helpful. Yep. Um, but he did say, like, right, so can I just ask? Are these one-star reviews of like just generally well-received films, or just any films? So it any could fil- actually be a one-star a, 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 film. Any any or it films. Could be a film. I've also, when I went through the reviews, I tried to find ones which gave some clues, but yeah. not lots of clues. Okay. Could you just read out the bit that you think is a clue in this one for me? I mean, I'll... it's the creature from the Black Lagoon. I haven't Lagoon. seen the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, and is it a spoiler to say this is rubbish? Make it arty and get the lovies gushing. Bollocks. Um, I also. Not going to remember many scenes. Also, director feels like based on his reputation, that's a clue too. Yeah, so based on his reputation, he can be arty. Um, These are all sort of like anything based around, you know, the sea, 
or um, or fish or water or anything like that. Shape of water. It's got to be. It's got to be Shape of Water. I was thinking, what really well-respected director has done one about fish? Oh, Shape of Water. Man bangs a fish. I knew, like, I was really trying not to say it can be about water too, because (laughs) the sequel to Water. Sounds like you're hinting at. Um, Because it's like, because as soon as as I say water, it might just go, oh, that's one of the words of the title. I also think that there's not that many films that the average person really cares about the director of. Mm. You know, there's big name ones like yeah. Cameron, Spielberg, you know, whatever else. And Guillermo del Toro, I would say, is underneath them, but still very well known. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so, um, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be like, it wasn't going to be Finding Nemo because who the fuck directed that, all right? I don't remember. Exactly, exactly. Great film. You know, everyone loves that film. Who directed it? <laughs> it's an animated film, to be fair. So, yeah. unless you're not many people that directed it. It was Ellen DeGeneres. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, well done. Two, two out of two so far. Yep. It's going well. It's going all right. Next one. Um, I'm not the only one who thought there was no point to this film. Sure, there can be I'm a bunch to. of... Sure, there can be a bunch of highbrow reviews that, that critically acclaim the okay. success. Okay, so it's critically acclaimed. But the film feels like it was something Colin and Rachel were contractu- contractually obliged to make. I'm sad for them. Colin and Rachel. Colin and Rachel. So, Colin Farrell or Colin Firth? I'm not saying. No, no, I'm saying, in my mind, that's one of them. And Rachel, the lobster. Fuck. Shit, well done. Colin Farrell, Rachel Vice. <laughs> yes, well done. <laughs> well done, three out of three. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Um, yeah, the lobster. <laughs> Remember, you have to get five out of five to beat your cat score. Yeah, I know, but like... <laughs> I'm fucking doing it, aren't I? You're 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 on track to. Next one. Wow, one of the worst movies I have seen in a decade. There is nothing good to say about this boring and tedious movie. Then I want to ha- my two hours back. What disappoints me the most is that I uh, is the most I again poor wording. What dis- what poor disappoints reading. me the most I'd ha- that Jason Statham decide to be part of this awful movie. All I can say is hail Sharknado. Right, so this, uh, this is where I'm going to struggle here because Jason Statham, Statham does or has appeared in quite a lot of terrible films. Yep. So this is probably not going to be a highly critically reclaimed one uh, unless it's Crank 2 because uh, that would be great. Remember, there is a theme to all these... Um... Water, sea, yeah. creatures. What the fuck does Jason Statham been in where he... Lock, stock and two smoking barrels is not sea related <laughs> nor is Snatch. Uh, guy, is there any Guy Ritchie films? Because <laughs> yes, it's Statham. It's probably a Guy Ritchie film. By the way, when, when it came to all these films I picked, yes, I'm pretty sure you would have heard of them. Okay, yeah, like I have. Damn it, I you can't got... give, that was my gonna be my like excuse yeah. for that. I, 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 I've tried to make this, this. How long have I got? Because I could get it. I could just be here for <laughs> forty-five minutes. Um, can I hear it all again? Sure. I, I mean, changed that word to make it sound, sound more, makes more sense. Yeah. Well, one of the worst movies I have seen in a decade. There is nothing good to say about this boring and tedious movie than I want, uh, want my two hours back. I think that's kind of all generic shit, so that doesn't really help too much. What disappoints me the most is that Jason Statham decided to be part of the awful movie. All I can say is hail Sharknado. 
so I'm thinking is there like a disaster one about shot fuck I genuinely I've, I don't think I've seen this film I will say that mm-hmm. you might be you, I, you know I'm sure I've heard of it but like that's what I mean Jason I can't think of a Jason Statham movie that's about the, or, or you know has some connection to the sea but I'm probably missing a really obvious one There's a, that you might kick yourself oh okay well then in that case I'm not giving you an answer until I know it <laughs> Uh, should I give you do you want a clue no because I'm going to kick myself and if and if I'm going to get a clue then Mm. I didn't get a clue for the fucking cats one I can tell you where I think the clues are it's definitely in those last two sentences Um, Hail Sharknado what films has Jacob Staten done (laughs) I can't remember any film he's been in because he's the same person in every film (laughs) it's not like oh that's the one where he was this like ah. You know what, Pete? I might just have to take the L on this one. Oh, wait, no. Give me the clue. You got a clue. Uh, do I? Uh, oh, I, I can give you the year it came out. Fuck. Okay, go on then. 2018. 2018? Jason Statham was in a film in 2018? Yep. Fuck. The, the Gentleman? What's that got to do with fish? <laughs> uh, oh, God. Do you want me to put you out of your misery? No, because I know it. And you've, you've been you're doing that dumb face that you do. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> oh, fuck it, God. It's The Meg. I haven't seen that. I have no idea. I you've, didn't, I didn't you're, you're, that. Yeah, but you're aware of the film, The Meg. Uh, sure, but I did. Yeah. He's like very... Is he? Yeah. Okay, I don't feel bad about that one. I'm not kicking myself at all. Okay. I know nothing about that film. Okay. Other than, is it about, it's about a shark, isn't it? Uh, like a big shark. It's about a megalodon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never would have got that. <laughs> I'm relieved, actually, because I thought, <laughs> I thought you could do... Peter, it's the Jason Statham starring role as a fucking mermaid or something. And I'm like, oh no! I love yeah, that film. Jason Statham's The Little Mermaid. Can't you, can you say Jason Statham? Jason Statham. Okay, because like every sometimes when you say it, I'm like, am I listening? A little bit, but Jason I don't know. I didn't know if it was deliberate. Statham. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Check your facts, people. Uh, a lot of this movie is fake and manipulating. I I love animals too, but I don't seek to destroy every animal attraction on Earth. The whale crying for its baby isn't the. Oh, uh, they, be Blackfin, right? they add is that sound. It's not even the right whale. Lol. Don't just blindly hate things. Research it. So I'm probably getting the name of it wrong, but is it Blackfin or Blackfish? Yep, that's yeah, right. That's just like. Well done. I haven't, I haven't seen it again. Yeah, um, but I know what it's about. Yeah, I, it's 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 yeah, very quite a famous documentary. Could have been Free Willy, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah, or Avatar, or Avatar too. Yeah, four out of five is very good. Yeah, I still guess. doing better at cats. I mean, yeah, but there's not much in it. I got one wrong in each one, but at least, yeah. I mean, I probably know more about cats than I do about the Meg, honestly. So, yeah, for example, I knew the actors that were in Cats. <laughs> quote, quote, actors James Corden. Well, okay. Um, the question which I'll ask you about this one is: if you were a fish or a water-based what? animal. <laughs> Dumbass question is that? I don't know. Well, are, you, are you trying to create a dating profile for me? That you're like, <laughs> yeah. setting these, you're gonna put these clips in a specific order and like, hey, well, I'm actually an Aquarius, so I'm actually, no, I don't know. <laughs> Would you be like? What's the one that if, if you be, it had to be an aquatic animal? So if you could be arranged... fucking a platypus. <laughs> sure. Why would you be a platypus? I don't know. They're weird, aren't they? <laughs> They're a mammal that lays eggs and has a, you know. And they're poisonous, or they're venomous. I don't know. I don't know if, which way around. I don't know who bites who in that scenario. I've forgotten. It's... Well, no, I know that in the definition of it. I just mean I don't know which one the platypus actually does. All oh, right. 
Uh, I think, yeah, I don't think you can eat a platypus, right? Or maybe they're really delicious. I don't that know. is poisonous. Where you can't yeah, if eat, you eat it. If you yeah. eat it, it's venomous because they put venom yeah, into exactly. things. Yeah. It's, venom, if it, it's venomous if it bites you and you get the mm. Um, which I would argue that, like, if it's a venomous snake and you eat the snake, surely the venom still gets in you. So is it then not poisonous? Is there like a venomous sack in a snake, like where they oh, keep all their venom? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, because you can drain the sack, can't you? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you got to drain the snake sometimes, Pete. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'd love for you to show me how to do that at some point. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I did that. We finished that round. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I'm just going to dodge every question you answer. Let's be honest, because they're so open ended. The, the, I can't guess. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's the, what's the one that kills Nemo's mum? Barracuda, right? That's barracuda. That's yeah. badass. That scared the shit out of me. I want to be that did. one. I want to be that one. Fuck yeah! Honestly, yeah. that's one of the scariest moments in sort of kids' films. Yeah. I'd say. Well, and the, well, I was gonna say, well, and it's the name of a quite a good song as well. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> Copyright. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I I will look it up Barracuda. afterwards. It was in Guitar Hero. Uh, right. Uh, what would you What would you say? What something else that scared you? Like I was kids? just trying to think of other scary points in sort of kids' films. Like what were the because you obviously have like really emotional bits. Like uh, Up, the first bit of Up is really emotional. Yeah. I like you just think, oh, this is meant to be a kids' film. Why Why is it hitting me with such? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, serious motion, and then you have really scary bits like like in Finding Nemo. Yeah, that was that was quite scary. I mean, there was also. What film am I thinking of? I mean, there's lots of... <laughs> no, no, Pete, what film am I thinking of? Uh, there's lots of... I think the older sort of kids' films are probably scarier. There's... there's. I've, I've forgotten the name. You know Inside Out? Yes. You know the... Like, the one of the characters fades away at one point? Yeah, yeah, because they sort of... I can't remember why. The, the plot reason for them fading away. But, yeah, they do start becoming more, like, transparent. I, I, I guess that's more of a sad moment, though, as opposed to a fear. Yeah, moment. that's just more like, oh, no, they're going to be, like, you know, they're going to lose an emotion. I remember getting creeped up by the Black Cauldron. I haven't seen the Black Cauldron. Hmm. That's one of those old, old, old ones, isn't it? Yeah, but I think the old, old ones, I think, are probably a better source for... Like, well, they're scary in a different way, because they might <laughs> say something incredibly racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not so much scared... You know about yourself. You just scared, sort of see you watching it. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you if you if one did have any kids, and you're like, oh, I really want to show this. F- Songs of the South. Yeah, share this film with my kids, and you're like, yeah. Uh, actually, am I worried about this film because there could be some really iffy bits in it? <laughs> um, but no, it's difficult to think. Just in general, it's difficult to. It think. is pretty difficult to think. I'll be honest. <laughs> I probably should have prepared like an answer for myself first. I think it would help Pad when I look at you like an idiot and go, <laughs> I don't know, I don't remember any films. What are films? What are films? I'll tell you what, this scared the shit out of me as a kid, and it's not a film, but um, the Teletubbies, right? right. Now, I mean, this was like really young kid. Right. It was like when my mum was like, Tom's been an annoying fuck, just let him put, stick the TV on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll shut him up for a few hours. The, tele- the Teletubbies, there was an episode where, it's, I don't know if it's like a dream sequence or whatever, but there's like this lion and a bear right and they all come on and like scare the shit out of and it's, I've watched it as an adult because I remember it I was thinking oh, is, this, is, this, is this scary at the time and it's literally a cardboard cutout of a, lo- of a lion and a bear <laughs> with googly eyes and, right. it's li- and it's on wheels and they just wheel it in and push it in and there's a voiceover and the thunder happens and everything and I was like god I'm an idiot child why was I scared of that <laughs> and then I read all the comments and every single one on you- person on YouTube was like oh my god this was the most horrific thing in my childhood <laughs> And I was just like, so okay. slight validation. Yes. Oh, massive validation. Yeah. But every single person I've ever told this to, 
has always just looked at me like I'm. They, they've, 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 I've watched them lose respect for me. <laughs> just watched them go. Oh really? Oh, well, okay. it's 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 a bit like when you watch uh, class, classic Doctor Who, like um, with the when you see just people in weird um, costumes, yeah. which just look oh, a bit yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, how are you scared about this? And my parents would say, oh, I'd hide behind the sofa and I would get like cushions to, yeah. because they're so scary. And it's like, why are you scared of this? Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough when you watch um, the Doctor Who that I grew up with, like you know, even Christopher Eccleston and the early David Tennant, and even even as far as Peter Capaldi. Some of the CGI and effects on that are terrible, mm. and it's just because the budget of the show is you know is stretched pretty thin with what they've got to make with that sort of scope. You know, they've got to do every, a different fucking alien planet every single week, mm. and so you know that's why. But like you watch that back some of the Christopher uh, Christopher Eccleston ones. And it's some of the backgrounds, like the CG and stuff, and the costumes are obviously prosthetic. You can see wires where like the mics are coming out, and it's like, oh. Mm. <laughs> but as a kid, you, t- you ignore all that. It's fine. Like the Slitheen. How many episodes did they get out of the Slitheen? Because they they made the <laughs> there's costume. A, there's a couple. There's they, at least two oh, in the first season. A, yeah, exactly. It's all Christopher Eccleston as well. There's yeah, like yeah. three. No, there's three episodes. Is it three? Because I think the one, they come back. The first one is a part is a two part. Yeah. Um, which is the one where they like they. Send a missile at Downing Street, and that's the first you meet them. And the second one is you, you one catch person. up, with, yeah. And they're in Cardiff, <laughs> literally. That she's running as like the mayor of Cardiff or something, and that's where Blade Droog, which means Bad Wolf, comes from. And then she, um, I don't know, there's some bollocks, and she rides a thing like a surfboard, and Captain Jack's there. It makes no goddamn sense. But they were just <laughs> like, oh, we've got the costume, and yeah. the actor is free for another week, so we'll just do bolt this on we don't have to worry about any sets we'll set it in Cardiff where we've already filmed the damn thing <laughs> literally in Cardiff Bay it's just outside the studio I remember, I remember there was one time when uh... and that's why Torch would set there as well <laughs> yeah I remember one time I was watching I was watching Doctor Who and I think it was one of the the Peter Capaldi seasons. Yeah. They they say, Oh, this is Bristol uh this is St. Luke's Bristol. Bristol is what they call it. Oh yeah, Bri- okay, Bristol Union. It's and I'm just like, No, it's fucking not. I recognise that. That's Cardiff Union. That's Cardiff Union. <laughs> they just don't want to do you think that there's a point where it's just like, we can't keep setting everything in Cardiff. Even though that the reason why everything's so, do you know why everything's set in Cardiff? Well it's because of the rift. Yes. No, but that's 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 what they establish in that Slovene episode. That's when they oh, first introduced that. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then Captain Jack stays there with the thing. And the, uh, this whole thing. Yeah. But that's why. That's what. That's where they introduced that. Mm. Which is very smart of them, I will say. Yeah. Now we can just base it all in Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah, because the Slovene is there to harness yeah, the energy yeah. from that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there's been so many episodes of Doctor Who where they'll show. It's usually actually when it's doubling London or another city or even some places in America, mm. and they're like they'll show this drone shot of London or whatever, and then they'll cut to a, an angle of the camera in the street, and it's obviously like Queen Street in Cardiff or like <laughs> next to like a, 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 the pub that I go to, and I'm like, come on now, yeah. obviously, but you don't know any different. So the amount of time they sp- they've spent down in Cardiff Bay is like, oh, it's a slightly nicer street. Oh, the National Museum has doubled for every building on the Southern <laughs> Cardiff. It did, so the, the Lazarus experiment with uh, Mark Gattis that was there. And it's just and it's every and it's just it's same for Sherlock as well. Any show in Cardiff, they just like. Mm. I mean, fair enough. I, I mean, mean, I mean, obviously, what are they, they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can build a whole city every time they do a new show. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, the, the the last film which we're which we're here to talk about is um, Knock at the Cabin. No, I, I don't know much about that. No, I mean, I've seen the poster for it. I'm guessing I've, it's a horror. That's the kind of all I've seen about it okay. as well. Um, while vacationing, a girl. It, are you going to name films with cabins in them? No, I haven't actually done the, like a, one in the I woods. I haven't done the questionnaire for this. Oh one. no! What are we going to do? <laughs> what, are we gonna t- what have we got to talk about? Then? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll do the synopsis. While Why? vacationing, <laughs> while vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert their apocalypse. 
The apocalypse. The, apoc- the apocalypse. What? Yeah, that was it, that it comes out of nowhere. But who, who is a director who likes to bring random twists out of nowhere? Is it M Night Shyamalan? Ding an, dong. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it is. Um, it is an M Night Shyamalan film. Of course, it is. Uh, well, it is uh, got Dave Bautista as the leading role. I thought I recognised the back of that wrinkly head. It, yeah, because when we see the poster, we're like, oh, it's, like, it's, like it's a very, it's a very rectangular man with mm. a very oddly square head, <laughs> but yeah. like it's pronounced. You can see all of his veins popping. I don't really think the thing is. I only really knew who Dave Bautista was when he started appearing in films. I was aware that he was in the rest of the. I never watched. I never watched WWE SmackDown vs Raw uh, or any of those. Mm. Uh, I knew John Cena. Bah, bah, bah. Exactly. Uh, copyright right there. Uh, I knew. Was it no? Was it Triple X? Or Triple, Triple H? H. Triple, Triple H. Triple X is the Triple Vin X. Diesel film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All my search history habits. Um, <laughs> and The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was a bit before then. The, who's the one? Who's the one? It, I, I don't Steve, know. Steve Austin was a wrestler, but I think who is the one who is in Spider-Man One? You know the, you... Oh, that's um, Macho Man Randy Savage. There you go. That's who that is. Yeah. Bone size ready. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of that stuff. <laughs> that's the end of... He but should it... have played. He should have played the wrestler. I was, I was looking at sort of different wrestlers who have been in films, and then I was like, oh, The Rock, because The Rock is obviously the big one. Very but... big these days. Yeah. Sure. Yes, yeah. he's 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 he has a, grown in size. We yeah. watched Welcome to the Jungle, otherwise known as the Rundown. Uh, at mine, we were having chicken that one time, uh, and The Rock was barely the. Rock. He had hair. Yeah, he was at least half the size of he is now. He he hasn't. He didn't. And he allows himself to get kicked in the face sometimes in fights. He's definitely not. He hasn't. He didn't find his The Rockness because I yeah. think when you watch a film with The Rock in nowadays, you're kind of aware of what the rock is going to do you know that he's going to do that eyebrow sort of like thing where he looks like hmm can you smell what the rock is cooking yeah um <laughs> uh so he he didn't quite have that yet but now i mean to be fair he doesn't really do the eyebrow thing that much in black adam i don't think yeah right but he's still literally an invincible god human <laughs> like <laughs> i would say like he's still pretty you know type on type yeah yeah I get. I haven't seen it though. Uh, maybe it's actually a really subtle character piece about the the ego and what a man goes through when he realizes he has these power. Is it? Is it that? <clears throat> That's my answer. Right. So it's a, it's, a, it's a no then, isn't it? <laughs> it's. I mean, Black Adam's fun. I, I enjoy Black Adam, but it's it's not it's not something I would where I really like to see The Rock do like a film like Tar. <laughs> What 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 character do you reckon would fit uh, the Rock? What real life person would fit the Rock as a, a Tar esque sort of film? Could oh they... God! Uh, I mean, probably the Rock. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there's any sort of. I mean, I, everyone has their own sort of personal story and goes their own troubles. But I'm trying to think of like a famous one who is basically really hench. Right, okay. <laughs> Who is the henchest person to have ever <laughs> had an emotional trouble? Had, had emotion. emotional troubles. I don't know because I think if you are that strong, you're not going to be hurt by those sorts of things, are you? Yeah. If you hit the gym that much, you too could become emotionally unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was talking about the rock, I more meant like 
And it's, it sounds like I'm shitting on him as an actor, um, and that's because I am. <laughs> um, I have, I, you know, I, I think that action stars are great, you know, I don't, but then sometimes they can surprise you, like uh, Sylvester Stallone did Rocky. Mm. Uh, he wrote Rocky as well, um, which is about a guy who gets punched in the head. And then he really played that. That's not what Rocky's about. But that's what that's what those films ended up becoming. Like yeah, by Rocky, yeah. by Rocky Five, the first one was like he's about him as a boxer. This, all the all the previous ones are just about boxing. Um, but then sometimes they can really surprise you. Like in Creed, as for example, even even though it's related to Rocky, he comes around and Rocky Balboa, he does this like amazing performance where you're just like, oh shit, I didn't think he had it in him. Even mm. though obviously he's he's been acting for years and done a lot of other good films. Arnie as well um, hasn't done that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't think I'd like to see The Rock do a dramatic role where he doesn't punch anyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want I want to see him sort of explore that. He doesn't. He has no. He's no reason to. to. He's no reason to. He's 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 but still he's, like the highest paid actor also, I think ever. But also, he's got enough money, right? Yeah. Like if he makes a, if he stops making films like that for whatever reason, mm. uh, he's fine. Like, yeah. He's not going out on the breadline next week. Going, oh well. He's he's gonna do fine. So he could. Do, so this is what a lot of actors who appear in big franchises do. Uh, most famously and most successfully, probably Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Mm. They did Twilight, got super famous, made their money on that. And Daniel, Daniel um, Radcliffe. Radcliffe has done the same thing after Harry Potter as well. They've done the Bane thing, got the money, you know, set themselves up for life, which frees them up. To first of all, they're a really big name, so lots mm. of people want to work with them. And second, of all, they've got all the money so they can go and experiment and do the weird films that you know a lot of actors will turn their nose up and actually do it really well. Mm. Um, since then, obviously, you know, Robert Pattinson's done The Batman and other films. But he also has done things like The Lighthouse and I, Christian I, Stewart's done like Clouds of Sils Maria and recently Spencer and actually fucking smashed it out of the park. I think when it comes to some doing those big name ones, though, it is difficult to get out of that because oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think when it, when Robert Pattinson, apparently he uh, he did a film called Good Time um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with the Safties. Yeah. Um, and that like there's a great film you should watch it if you haven't seen it um but um he he was he was saying it. i think in an interview where he was obviously very well known for playing yeah. edward cullen from twilight and he was <coughs> really wanted to try and find something which is a bit more yeah like required acting prowess and he sort of approached them being like please can i be in your film yeah, yeah. and the safties who who sit up to that point were play, were doing largely um, not having big name actors, they were just taking people and just making story based around people. But like, okay, <laughs> because you <laughs> like if, you got. if 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 Robert Pattinson comes up to you, like a huge star comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So for for each other, they actually it really helped them, but it also allowed Robert Pattinson to sort of break out of that sort of yeah, yeah. being known as Edward Cullen, because that's the case with a lot of actors, and that's the reason why you know like. Like Dan Radcliffe probably struggled with it for a little bit. I remember him doing Woman in Black, but um, he really had to take a step out. I think for a while because yeah, I think Swiss Army Man really helped him. <laughs> yeah, Swiss Army Man. Also, uh, the horse one, Equus. Uh, where, Equus, Equus, where he got his cock out. Yeah, yeah that'll which, do it. <laughs> everyone was just like, ah, yes, he's not a kid anymore. So he complained, right? Well, he didn't <clears> complain, but this he did an interview once where people were talking about. He was talking about that that performance and he was like oh well it's a bit weird because you know we knew you as Harry Potter and now mm. you're a grown up um, but yeah it's weird because we, we think of you as a you know 11 year old boy and now you've got your cock out this is, yeah. this is weird and he just sort of went you fucking what <laughs> well I think he actually pointed out I think he said um, well people had no problem sexualizing Emma Watson as soon as she was legally old enough yeah, and it's yeah. just like 
yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Harry Potter? Get your cock out. <laughs> that's the message of the film. I don't know. I didn't watch it. It's based on a play, though, right? Hey, Chris. I, I think you only did. Did you do? I don't think it was. Oh, yeah. Film. Yeah, I no, it probably was wasn't. I've only, I haven't seen any, 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 in any play. format. But it's um, only a play. Only Ugh. a play. This is a film podcast, don't you know? We're talking you, so much. You wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Equus. Um, Equus. But it's like, I mean, Christopher Eccleston, I think was, I think the reason why Christopher, Christopher, I think the reason why Christopher Eccleston uh, left um, Doctor Who was a, was a couple of different reasons. But yeah, I think he had a fallout with producers. And I think so too. Um, but that was the claim, I think that was the claimed reason for a while mm. until it became a bit more. I obvious. really liked him as Doctor Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I think Heath Ledger had a similar thing as well, because he did a bunch of, um, he was seen as sort of like Rom-com. a, a, a yeah, teen heartthrob. Yeah, he did like ten things that hate about you and stuff. And then he you know, did he did a, he did other films. He did like Four Feathers and Knight's Tale, which sort of set him apart a little bit. And then he did Brokeback Mountain, which was like at the time a massive thing because it was mm. like he hadn't really seen it in. Had Brokeback Mountain been a film before the two thousand five Ang Lee version? I don't know. I can't. I don't know either. I think it had been, but I think it was just a bit of a, a shock to a lot of people to see him play yeah. like such a, a big gay role. Um, after being seen as like this, you know, womanizer or whatever. So, but I think that actually really helped him then because I think obviously yeah. he did a he did a little indie film with Chris Nolan shortly but, after but, that. But still, I with, forget what it's called. <laughs> I think with that indie film with Chris Nolan, I think even still, um, people was very much like, why is this person? Because oh uh, yeah, because he got I mean, cast in, was like who? Like, yeah. Why? Why um, him? Still, a lot a lot of people thought of him as the heartthrob because obviously, if you hadn't seen Brokeback Mountain or hadn't seen a couple of those films, even if you have seen Brokeback Mountain, he gets his top off in that. Yeah, and it's still sort and of more. Yeah, it's it's still not really, you know, it's not it's it's they're very. I put them in very different categories for films. Oh yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. when he j- jumped in and played like a very evil superhero villain mm. sort of guy uh, everyone was a lot of people were like Ew. and then obviously uh, it came out and everyone was like oh it's really good I had, I never doubted you for a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah but again that's what we, we, like I still think that um, yeah, when it comes good. to any franchise which is big enough they will you will have always have people who will hate it or love it or who do you think is in a you know can be commercially successful series at the moment who will go on to do weird and interesting things Big commercial series at the moment. I mean, currently, um, I'm still waiting for Jennifer Lawrence to do something interesting. Why would you put a face like they're in the room with us? No, they're no, not going to hear this. No, I know, I know. But like, um, it's just interesting. You say really, inter- I, I really liked what was the Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook was alright, yeah. But I wouldn't say that her performance was what stood out in that film. I'd say more Bradley Cooper. I'd say that both are very good. Yeah. Uh, I think the story, the, the overall that Silver Linings Playbook is a great film. I yeah, I wasn't I wasn't that thrown, I wasn't that sold on that film to be honest. I okay. did like it, but yeah. I, I I I think it did get a lot of praise, a lot of praise. I think with Jennifer Lawrence, I think we've seen. Uh, I only did th- that. I only said that as a throwaway joke, by the way. I'm sure <laughs> right. she, I, I did like. I have liked some of her films. I haven't seen Mother. No. That was quite divisive. I think. Yeah, I saw Mother. Um, wasn't a, the biggest fan of it. Hmm. Um, what was the one she did? Is it? Oh, fuck. There was the Red Sparrow. Begin with S. There's Red Sparrow. I was um once she was playing a like a assassin. I completely forgot that film existed. Mm-hmm. I've seen that film. <laughs> I haven't. I've seen that film. 
fucking nothing. Nothing is in my head about that film. No. <laughs> okay, well, my point stands in regards to that film. But yeah, who do you think... Uh, what's what's a, well, well, a I, I, run-of-the-mill series at the moment? I um, was thinking Pedro Pascal, currently. Big, big, big sort of lovable Pedro Pascal at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's very hot right now. Um, he... Well, to be fair, he's playing a lot of very lovable roles currently. Yeah, they're quite different, some of them. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've heard good things about him in that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard a bad thing about him in anything, really. I think we are seeing sort of the... Uh, I don't think he's being typecast yet, so, but I'm just trying to think of people who are big names in, t- um, in TV series at the moment. I think, I think uh, if anything, Pedro Pascal is kind of seen as, like, the internet's daddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's him... Keanu Reeves, <laughs> who else is like really always just like always really universally loved? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah, to an extent, yeah. Uh, People are loving Rog McElhenney, but that's partly because that's just they go together now. Those, two. yeah, <laughs> those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh no! So the two, the two <clears throat> really popular ones at the moment are uh, I forget his name, but the one in Everything Ever All, All at Once. Right. And Brendan Fraser because of their award seasons, yeah, things, yeah. and because they've been away from their careers for a long time. But now it's like, if you go on like Reddit or Instagram or any of those things, you, you feed if you, if you follow movies, it's just flooded with the interactions of those two just being wholesome. Yeah, and also I think that that is that is being pushed obviously by underneath by somewhere else. Mm. Um, but it is that's that's the internet's thing at the moment. So if either one of those win an award or both of them, then oh shit, you're gonna hear about it. Mm. There's definitely a push for Brendan Fraser. It's, yeah. it's it's interesting with the push for Brendan Fraser because you know how why he wasn't in a lot of things for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it, like it's it's a strange move um, if it is sort of manipulated because we know the Oscars are manipulated. We know that. that... Oh, they don't mean anything at all. It's no. it's all about the strength of the campaign rather than the film. And the awards voters, a lot of them haven't seen the films that they're voting on. Yeah, um, but. Uh, with Brendan Fraser, I, 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 like what, what, one of the things which is very well known about, well, what which is very well known about him is his critique of the of Hollywood as a. Actually, the thing is, what most well known for is the greatest chair throw in the history of cinema. I'm sorry to derail your point. Your, 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 no, go on. In the Mummy films, right? There's a, a the the um the local Egyptian guy he befriends or like employs to help him, you know. His guide through Egypt. He's a, he's a bit of a scumbag. He's already working for Imhotep at that point. Right. And he bursts into his room, and he goes, "Oh, Bre- oh O'Connell!" And he starts running off. And Brendan Fraser has to catch up to him, but rather than run after him, he strides really confidently forward, like at a quick pace, grabs the chair by the leg, and just fucking yeets it at him. And it just, and it just explodes on this guy's back, and he just gets sent over. I'm probably overselling this, but <laughs> when I watched it as a kid, I was like, holy shit, he threw the hell out of that chair. That was such a satisfying throw. Yeah. But I guess also the Me Too stuff as well. But what I know him for. <laughs> pull up the... pull up the, what, is, what does Joe Rogan say? Pull up the clip. No, I don't know. <laughs> what else does Joe Rogan say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, are you happy with uh, learning all about these films? Do, we, do you want to talk about She Is Love? Uh, at, at this week, go watch it. Um, I've already been paid for it, so <laughs> I get none of the residuals on yeah. that one. Um, but go see it anyway, because what the fuck else are you doing? <laughs> People don't have lives. Yeah, go yeah. watch film. Yeah, go watch the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's got Sam Riley, who we all love. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn. Um, no, there was actually, this isn't a spoiler for the film, um, but there was actually quite a big scene which you spent a lot of the day filming, but then never got made into the final edit. Mm. And it's featured an act, a quite a well known actor, who I won't say for in case I get. Maybe if you buy the down. DVD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, once, you save once, it for the once, DVD. Yeah, once the film's out, I'll tell you in a future episode who it is. Yeah. But this actor uh, has this like one to one scene with the, with the main actress. And for whatever reason, this, we were all excited to have this guy on set because uh, we'd all seen him and other stuff. He's not that big, so don't get excited. But and then I watched it in the film, and I was got to the end, the credits rolled, and I'm like, "Where the fuck was?" He didn't turn up. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, well, I hope he got his paycheck because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a bit going." I mean, <laughs> that, apparently that happens to a lot of actors, though. They um they go and do a bit part in a film, and then it turns out that their scene wasn't actually like seen as that essential and was cut, and they only find out when they go and see the film. Mm. I've heard it. I'm failing to name a single example apart from this one that I'm naming, but I can't actually name the actor because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that lovely and concise point, I think we might wrap it up here. Why? Um, <laughs> uh, Puss in Boots, started. Last Wish. Excited? I'm actually going to go. See, I'm going to go see. Oh it. no, I'll see it, but only because right. This is very rare that I do this, but only because of the buzz around this film. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably come out of it and go, "What the fuck was that all about? That's just a Puss in Boots film." Like that was the coolant of Shrek forever after. Mm. Uh, but I'll be happy to be surprised um, by this time next week will you have seen The Whale that is my hope I see because I'd be interested to hear your thoughts fair enough because uh, I'll certainly tell people my thoughts about any film at any given moment <laughs> even if they are even, terrible with, even as you're trying to wrap up a podcast for example <laughs> to name a thing um, um, but I'll tell you a film I did watch before Christmas Avatar 2. <laughs> God damn it. This is going to become a recurring fucking thing. I know it. God damn you. Uh, also, Knock at the Cabin. I probably will. I might I probably not. That uh, Unless I've got a lot of free time. I'd probably not <laughs> see that one. No, no, no. That's not a difference to the film. It's just I don't know much about it. There's yeah. other films I want to see. Uh, yeah, and to be fair, with, with what we're. Because we currently have a cinema card and the cinema, um, which uh, we, we both have an indiv- we, we both individually have cinema cards. And at we the have cinema. A joint cinema card. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You can't see this film. The other, the other guy isn't with you. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, plane. Plane's out. Uh, <laughs> I've been looking through films that come out. Unfortunately, um, uh, like the films, because some of the smaller films are only in the cinema for like a week, maybe two, which is really frustrating. Because there are some films which I know that both uh, yeah, I've got, Tom I've, and I have missed. I've got a list of films that I've missed because of unfortunately, like I've been working and the cinema's only been there for a week, and I've missed them and they've gone forever. It's so annoying. After Sun, I'm really excited to see After Sun. I've got it uh, available to watch, and <laughs> it's uh, uh, nominated for loads of awards. And I that could have watched it in the cinema, yeah. but I didn't. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Why can't you just let me moan? Uh, I do. I do. Tom. We've only been to- it's only been an hour and 34 minutes. <laughs> um, Have you got somewhere to be? All right. Fine. Thank you very much for watching, listening, all those. Uh, listening, probably. It is listening. There is no if you're, visual If they're moment. watching, I want to know what camera is pointed at us right now. <laughs> all right. Bye.